Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And this week we are discussing The Boys. Now that it is finished, now that we've all seen Jensen in all his beautiful entirety, me and Sandra thought, since we, we're pretty much going to rename this the Jensen Athels podcast. No, that's we're, all we not. Fucking talk about. no oh. we're not. We're not. We are though. We didn't do anything about Walker. Admittedly, well, that's because I don't want to talk about Walker. Yeah, and admittedly, I really don't either. So <laughs> <laughs> trust me, if I wanted to, we probably would have, but that was not going to be a thing that was going to oh, happen, right? No. Anytime soon. No. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, no, it's it's over, it's finished. So fair warning, here be spoilers for the end of mm-hmm. season three of the boys. If you haven't seen it, you know, go go watch another episode of the podcast go watch the final of the boys and come back to us but fair warning here be spoilers now so sandra the resident jensen lover what do you think what did you think about it give me your thoughts and i'll Um, chime in uh well i guess okay so let's just kind of i will probably just focus on at least to start it off just on like soldier boy um behind the scenes listeners she has no notes this is yeah. unheard of. She has not yeah. come with any notes, lists, tables, nothing. She winging it. Can I say that? Um, okay, so like overall, like in terms of all the episodes, I feel like my favorite episode with Soldier Boy was the second to last one, which I think was like a candle, a candle on the way to. I don't even know. It was something about a candle. Oh, it was, was a, the a, title. a candle to, to light, light your way to sleep. bed. Oh, yeah, something, something like that. Like that. So I'm going to pull up the Wikipedia now because yeah. I don't do well with shows that I can only watch one episode a week. Mm-hmm. I like to save up like three or four and then binge them. Yeah. All in a row. Yeah. So I think it was a me... candle. I'm sure it was a candle light to light you, your way. To, yeah. To light you to sleep, something like that. Yeah. I mean, that overall, I thought that I thought that episode was just I loved I loved that episode overall. I felt like the themes really kind of went together. And I really liked how much more of, I think, Soldier Boy that we saw. And there was an indication that things were going to go a certain way. And mm. I think Dee had talked. I mean, I'd seen a little bit of what she'd mentioned in our in our group thread. I was just disappointed by Soldier Boy as a whole. And I think maybe... Of course, I could be putting a lot of emphasis and creativity on the writer's part in that that's what they wanted us to be was disappointed because there was so much buildup of this character. I mean, I just remember for the first three episodes, it was everybody was talking about Soldier Boy and Soldier Boy and Soldier Boy. And then Soldier Boy showed up and it was like, okay, but everything that he talked about like he literally said he truly was a disappointment like he talked about how his father called him a disappointment and I truly feel like he was a disappointment like across the board for Mm. everybody in terms of there was really no arc and maybe it's too early too for him to have an arc so you know he was introduced fairly quickly and a lot of it was I think him being that Um, piece that everybody needed to get from point A to point B. So he really just could have been like, you know, a chess piece being moved around on the board. And we weren't supposed to put a lot of emphasis on his growth as a character. 
but that that speech about how like you know his no matter what he did his father was disappointed and he just kind of repeated the same thing that his father had done and again maybe there wasn't a lot of time for growth in that but he didn't he didn't care he just he did not care I will say Jensen did a really good job at not showing me any of Dean Winchester and you know yes. people will talk about him oh you know it was great to see I think I saw somebody like oh look there's there's Dean eating a burger. It's like, okay, well, you're going to have 50 million things that Jensen Ackles has done as Dean Winchester that you're going to see repeated just as a regular character in everything moving forward. But at the base of it, I don't see Soldier Boy being that same type of character that cares about people. There's no care there. He literally does not care. He talked about being with Crimson Countess because he wanted a bunch of rugrats, you know, not that I think he wanted to nurture them. He just wanted them. So, yeah. And he wasn't, he wasn't the soldier. Everybody had expected him to be. I mean, he definitely had the powers and he could definitely battle and fight when needed, but you know, he wasn't there for D-Day. He wasn't there for all these things. He was just this placeholder, this symbol of America and maybe that's where I'm coming from, too, is that the episode was so disappointing to me in that it's such a reflection of everything that's going on in our in my country right now. The yeah. ending was particularly harsh for me. I really just felt so down after the ending um, with Homelander and Ryan and, yeah. you know, all of that God guns and Homelander thing and you know, the um the group of people applauding after Homelander did what he did was just so very indicative of how we are just like sheep or people can be sheep and not see the inherent danger of following someone like that. Um mm. so I I I mean don't get me wrong, Jensen was gorgeous to look at as soldier boy so if anything at the end of the day he did i think he did the job that needed to be done but if they bring him back which i'm glad it's open-ended because i feel like they will they definitely won't ever make him um you know a major player again you know so it could just be maybe towards the end i mean i don't know if kripke intends to really keep to his five season you know, rule, um, you know, if he's able to go five seasons, I've heard that, you know, that's kind of how, how long he thinks it would go. And if it has an ending, then maybe soldier boy becomes a part of that ending. Um, honestly, like, I don't know, we could talk about stuff too, but, um, I kind of like just, just that one scene with, um, soldier boy with the, with the old with the older ladies, um, that kind of thing. <laughs> I kind of like I would like to see him with Grace Mallory as some weird twisted thing because you saw her at the end, like putting him into a tube or whatever. And I was just like, you know, wouldn't that be interesting if like, you know, at the end of the day, they kind of they did a little uh, did a little hookup that way. But um, yeah, and I, and I know I, I don't I don't know. I, I liked I liked what he did with the character. I was just disappointed by it. Um, there was so. And he wasn't even that great. Like he needed help fighting and he couldn't get it up. He could not get that 
thing to <laughs> happen when you needed to. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm like, you are such a disappointment. You truly are a disappointment, you know? Um, to be to be fair, I think that's intentional mm-hmm. because I don't know how much you know about the um, MCU. Mm-hmm. and stuff but I didn't I didn't know anything about the boys coming in um and I certainly after I found out Jensen was going to be involved in season three I certainly didn't go and look at anything so I didn't right. go and find any information yeah but it was it was my understanding that he was sort of like a, the Captain America figure right and I don't yeah. know I don't know if you know if you've watched the movies in the MCU mm-hmm. yeah I have I have so when Captain America was first around when they first made him quote mm-hmm. unquote yeah. He he wasn't a soldier, was he? He was a figurehead. He was on TV. He was right. at the USO shows. You know, yeah. he was essentially a fraud. You mm-hmm. know, they painted him out to be, oh, he's on the front lines and he's a soldier and yeah. Captain America's fighting for our freedom. But it was all fake. Yeah. And I think that was Soldier Boy's thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they lauded him up. Like, you know, he did the V trials and he was c- c- similar kind of, and my understanding of his powers before the Russians got hold of him was kind of similar to Captain America, you know, mm-hmm. faster, stronger, invulnerable, yeah. Yeah, accelerated healing, you know, just just faster and stronger kind yeah. of thing. So I think the whole, I think, you know, him him not being able, <laughs> him not being able to get it up, and you know, finding out that a lot of the the legends about him were lies. Yeah that was part of the character that you know maybe maybe in his head he'd turned it around to be real yeah but it was it was all fake anyway he was just the face on tv Mm -hmm. you know which i think if you could if you put it in context with the whole season of the whole show rather that's quite indicative of a lot of the superheroes you know they act a certain way on tv but it's it's all really fake yeah yeah and i think no, I, yeah i, I think I, it tied into that. that quite well yeah yeah and i i mean i knew that was going to happen i guess i still wanted to see because like and again maybe it's just too soon you know because i like i said i think we've even seen we've seen a slight shift in homelander even over but it's taken three seasons you know what i mean like it's taken a long time um same thing with even um you know, A-Train or Maeve, you know, like all of that stuff took time to see a little bit of a shift, you know, I mean, like Maeve did the ultimate hero thing, right? Like at the end of it, like she did that thing where she took, she was like, I'm not going to worry about the revenge at this point. I'm going to sacrifice myself to make sure other people are safe. So she did the ultimate hero thing, right? Like, I mean, at the very end, um, and like took soldier boy out of the equation and, you know, in the process lost her powers, which, you know, I, I think she's going to be fine with and better off with, I guess it was for me that it was the buildup and I should know better. Like the boys is going to do that, right? Like they're going to set you up and then not give you any of the stuff that I think they intended, or if they do, it's going to be in a way you don't expect it. So I guess the disappointment is just, and maybe it has to do with the way you know, publicity wise, like they built up soldier boy too. And I, I, I think they did, you know, they really did. Like, oh, he, yeah. be, he was going to be this really, really bad guy. And he really wasn't, he was just a dick. Like he yeah, was just like, come, like- <laughs> come at me fans of the boys who, when Jensen was announced to be joining, 
your show and you came after the Supernatural fan. I'm like, oh, you don't even know. He's such a dickhead. He's an asshole. He's such a bad guy. You're going to have no fucking savior Dean Winchester in here. Blah, 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 blah. Come at me, guys, because he was just a dickhead. Like Sandra says, he was... There was nothing inherently evil or bad about him. He was just a selfish prick. So come at me. Come at me, guys. Maybe I'm missing some nuance here. You know, maybe Soldier Boy in the comics is an absolute, you know, baby monster. But this iteration of Soldier Boy was just just an asshole. Yeah, if Kripke really, I mean, they keep talking about toxic masculinity. He definitely embodied that. You know, there was just nothing, nothing really... I don't know like I just I think for me for me personally mm-hmm. and this this could be a Kripke thing because it was prevalent in the first few seasons of Supernatural as well mm-hmm. pick a lane now mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been in our Twitter group chat but me and Dee were talking about this mm-hmm. soldier boy is he this guy that just wanted to you know settle down have a family have some kids and oh he's had this really traumatic experience and he's got PTSD and does he really just want to love? Or is he a stone called Bell End? Mm-hmm. Pick one. You yeah. cannot have both. You cannot try and paint him in this sympathetic light of, oh, he was sold out by his team and he was tortured for like 40 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was the 80s that he was taken, wasn't it? So like, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and you know, he, he was like... He's, stabbed in the back by his team and they all turned on him and he didn't know and then there was that scene with Crimson Countess where he was like I kept waiting for you to come and save me and you never loved me so you know is he this guy that's just had this really like okay he can be an asshole and we can still feel sorry for him for having a traumatic experience because by everybody's account Soldier Boy was no angel beforehand Mm -hmm. you know his team turned on him because he was an asshole so you know but we can still go oh you know he's had this really awful experience and he's got PTSD um, and, you know, maybe he's learned from it. You know, maybe, maybe he's going to be a better person. I mean, he wasn't, but he could have been, you know, yeah. there could have been, there could have been an epiphany in there. So is he that, or is he this stone cold, do not give a fuck about anybody Get in my way and I will cave in your face with my shield. Yeah. Pick one. You cannot, you cannot try and set up an arc of sympathy and then right at the very last second the very last bit when he threw ryan into that wall be like oh no wait no he's a total dick like no yeah no like all right you like they they didn't paint him to be a hero in any capacity yeah yeah but i think pick a lane you know maybe kripke made supernatural which is amazing but maybe maybe this is just a thing with him. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's like me. Maybe he just doesn't plot very well. You know, maybe he has a great idea for character, and he's like, mm, "Yes, this, fuck, yeah." Because I do that. Well, so- I think they put pieces in place, but again, like, I don't really think. I mean, I really didn't feel any. I don't think I felt any sympathy for him in any way through it. Like every time I heard about something, I was like, okay, well, yeah, he, he deserved that. Or that makes sense. Like even with the, like hearing the little bits and pieces and knowing he was already like up to some bad stuff. Like, you know, when you saw the file and different things like that, that he already wasn't 
he just wasn't somebody that I inherently wanted, you know, felt sympathy for. And I don't know why that was. I don't know if that's something inside of me that was like, I don't know what it was. Can I just say like watching the finale, I don't really, I didn't feel a lot of stuff. Maybe that's something else going on in me in general right now, Mm. but like, I didn't, I just didn't feel a lot for his character aside from him being like really hot. Like that was it. It was like, but again, like how much of a shell can you really like, you know, Mm. you know what I mean? It just, it felt very, I didn't feel the sympathy. Like I felt, I, I knew what they were trying to do, but they weren't getting it out of me. If that makes sense. Like every time, because then they would show the kind of stuff he would do. So every time they'd, they'd say one thing or he'd say one thing, they'd give you the counter to it, you know? And it's just like, well, I mean, like seeing what he did, I thought the the whole Black Noir thing, the fact that he was the one responsible for, like, I thought it was really great um, writing and plotting that, you know, when you yeah. saw, when you saw Noir, um, I guess back, oh, where was it? Was it Nicaragua where yeah. everything like went to shit and you saw Mallory wake up and you saw him without the helmet brain damage all of his face messed up so my understanding is soldier boy was the one that did that to him it wasn't that he that had happened in the you know battle or whatever so then to know that and you know still see what noir did and i was so i wanted to see i wanted to see soldier boy and noir go at it if soldier boy was going to go out i kind of wanted noir to be the one to do it and then for them to kind of like literally do that, literally do a gut punch where Homelander was the one to mm. take Noir out like that. I was just like, uh, and that's just going to be another thing. Well, you know, Soldier Boy's going to be like, well, you took that away from me too. Well, you took that away from me too. He's like a big baby that you take his toys away and he gets fucking pissed. You know, that's the kind yeah. of stuff that I can't stand to see. And again, to me, a man is not somebody who's macho and um, you know, I, I, it's, it's great to know somebody wants to take care of you. That's different than I know what's best. I know what the real deal is. Just follow my lead. What I say goes or what I think is the be all end all of everything. And he did this thing where he just, the nature versus nurture thing I thought was really strong in that second to last episode when they showed butcher with his dad and how much how much he took on of his father when how much he was either battling against it or just accepting of it and i think mm-hmm. again they showed soldier boy not in as great of a way as him just being exactly like his father where he was going to consider his son a disappointment no matter what his son did he was just going to take it at face value and because you're not doing it the way i would do it or you didn't you didn't do it my way. So it's not the right way. Um, That nature versus nurture. Like, I feel like no matter which way you would have gone with soldier boy, he still would have turned out to be a dick. Like, like he just wouldn't have taken that extra step to stop, think, feel, give into the emotion part of it, you know? And then they kept doing, like, I still want answers to stuff. Like, why did he keep saying, you know, did he hear something? Was it really just because he was high when they were out in the woods? Or is there something else going on there? Or was that an indication of 
he's got all these hyper senses and, you know, that should have been like a clue. Oh, of course he's Homelander's dad, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, it's just, it's just Mm. a lot of open things that I kind of like, again, I'd like to watch the finale again and see what, but I was just so disappointed. And then when they brought Ryan out I was like, no. And then I'm like, is this going to be it? Is this going to make him? No, of course not let's let's slap the kid into the wall and like be a total dick and then not even care like you know and of course he's not going to care and i understand he was a figurehead and he was just a symbol at the end of the day symbols mean absolutely nothing if there's nothing behind it and it again it feels like a it just feels like a mirror as to where we're at right now at least i feel you know like my yeah my country it's quite quite a social commentary kind of show though isn't it so mm-hmm. i think that was probably intentional but again yeah. it's that it's that false idols thing isn't it it's that yeah. oh yeah he's a figurehead but there's just fucking nothing going on behind that can we just for a second i know that we're probably going to focus on like jensen on no, and stuff yeah but just that fucking scene with butcher and ryan mm. i was so happy with that Mm-hmm. Because Butcher was so cruel yeah. at the start of the season. And then, you know, there was like, I was like, oh, are they gonna are they gonna go for that cliche? Is is Ryan gonna, you know, is Butcher gonna be the one that that's there when Ryan wakes up and he's gonna be like, oh my god, fake yeah. daddy and stuff. And he just fucking didn't. And he yeah. was like, no, 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 fuck you. Yeah. I was, oh, it was perfect. Was. It was it was I said, I said before that I wanted I wanted that scene with Soldier Boy and MM where MM was like you murdered my family and Soldier Boy was like what mm-hmm. you know just like no recollection just really blase about it and I got it and it was great yeah. and that was exactly the same that there was just like there are consequences to your actions and you you personally butcher this kid could have been good but mm-hmm. because of your cruelty you've ruined him yeah. because all he did was push him into the arms of Homelander. Mm-hmm. And then that final, final scene where he lo- he's watching everybody cheer after Homelander like blows that guy's face in half yeah. and he smirks and you're like, Oh, this kid's ruined. Yeah. Oh God. That's it's oh, There's no so, redeeming this one now. It's fucked. so disheartening. So disheartening. It was, it was, I was just like, I mean, you're right. I mean, and, Again, maybe that's a theme, you know, all the things that are happening to a child growing up and and what that does to them, you know, and I mean, they again, they kind of showed Homelander, you know, they you, you get a backstory about Homelanders, quote unquote, growing up and Butcher. And, you know, it's like, how do you not see that what you're how you're treating this child is going to have consequences, you know, and I, I think Butcher had a. Butcher had an interesting go of it this season too. Not very redeeming in a lot of ways. He had a couple like moments, like again, protecting Ryan, um, you know, uh, hitting, you know, knocking Huey out. So he wouldn't like, so these, you know, these different ways of showing that he cares, but it's almost like a little too late for everything that he's doing. It's his initial like protection. Again, it's like, you know, he's protecting himself from the pain, but in the end he's, hurting a lot of other people. Um, I do like how they, they kind of were giving the females a lot of empowerment and ability to choose and that kind of thing. So I like that there was, 
almost like not only just with Maeve, but Kimiko, you know, and how her, she had some of the best fight scenes and everything, and everything felt like it was a plot, but it was like, it was a growth. Like every, every fight had a purpose to it. You know, it wasn't just for show, you know, like her kind of like with the dildos, like at the end of it, she's like seeing the kind of monster that other people were seeing her as. And then, you know, this, the maniac one, like, you know, she's taking ownership of being a badass to protect the people that she cares about for a common goal. That's a a good goal. It's not just a revenge goal. It's something else. She was one of the best, I think the best characters. She didn't have anything to say in, you know, in the, in the, in the whole, in the whole season. Mm. And, um, you know, as much as Starlight's a goody two shoes, I do like her relationship with Huey. And I like how they are trying to work through it and how much of a, you know, he was kind of going to go that route, but then didn't, you know, I categorically disagree with that. Okay. I I disagree with that. I kind of, I, I like Starlight. I do, Mm -hmm. but I just want to grab hold of her and slap her and just be like, (laughs) how much more of this are you going to take? Like he manipulated you. He lied to you. Like initially in the beginning, because obviously Mm -hmm. he was just trying to get inside Vought. Mm-hmm. you know and then you know he told you that he's he feels emasculated because you're stronger than him and you don't need to take that girl you need to take that you tell him to take his fucking whiny ass somewhere else yeah. and i like huey but like in in that in that the context of that relationship i was like that's a deal breaker he needs to get shit together you know strong women are not a threat i mean they are but like only if you're weak mm-hmm. and pathetic you know mm-hmm. And then, like, he would, like, she was, like, pleading with him not to do the V, and he kept doing it. And then at the end, at the end, oh, because Butcher knocked him out and didn't let him kill himself with the V. Oh, and they have this really romantic reunion. She should have just fucking slapped him. She should have been like, I'm glad you're alive, and I'm going to get the fuck out of my sight. They really, I was, I was really mad about that, because I really wanted her to have a fucking spine and be like, nah, no. I'll I'll work with you, you know, because she joins the boys and, and mm-hmm. that's fine. I'll work with you, but like we're, we're done. Like you no too mm. many, too many things. You've fucked up too many times here. Like, no. That's interesting. No, no, no. I mean, I kind of look at it as, and I don't know, maybe it's because too, um, like I said, just kind of looking at the relationship as a whole, like helping somebody work through their shit while you're working through your shit kind of thing. And I don't see Huey as the, I see him as he's in a matter of my mind, he's still young. He's still learning. She's still young. She's still learning. It doesn't mean they're going to stay together. It doesn't mean it's going to work out the way it was. I liked that they, um, I guess propped when needed to propped. I felt like he propped her up and took a step back. And that to me was kind of, he he's understanding how the relationship could work and function if he's able to communicate and talk about it. And you don't necessarily get that right away. You know, you don't learn all those things. I didn't learn all those things, you know, in relationships took me a while to, and I'm still learning, you know? So I don't know in that regard, I feel like they're learning together. Um, I don't necessarily, I just think they have that. They have a, they have a banter about them that I like. I guess I'll put it that way. I feel like they, yeah, they, they, they work each work off of each other well, 
um, in terms of characters. And yeah, they're going to go through stuff and you're going to be like, oh my God, why are you doing this? And why are you okay with him doing that? And why, you know, um, she's a little too, I mean, she's out of everybody, a little too goody, too goody, goody. Like, um, and I think Huey is trying to work through his own stuff. I mean, when he was talking about his dad and the pizza rolls and like, I kind of, I don't know. I felt, I was like, you know, yeah, him I, understanding, I that. you know, that, that, yeah. you know, like it, sometimes you just do the best that you can to keep things together, keep you know? Yeah. And I, I, I really, I want to see him, you know, at least a, a scene or something with his father again, you know, like I want, I want to see that where they're okay with just that, because that takes a lot of strength, you know? And again, I think about, um, I guess for me, it's like Huey kind of maybe reminds me of me a little bit too. And like working through your shit, you know, and, and how, yeah. so yeah, I, I kind of, I suppose. And, I, and, I and suppose, can I just say Huey's just, he, he has, he has a really cute butt. <laughs> he's, he's very cute. Huey's very cute. Zach, Jack, Jack, Jack Wade. Wade is, yeah. is very, very like, Maeve was right. He should wear like a neon t-shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the world's biggest bottom. Seriously. <laughs> but he's he's cute as fuck. He is. I, I do like him. Yeah. I just I think between them, I think what stands out for me is she she took after after they split, yeah, mm-hmm. after after Soldier Boy came back and 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 the, the team split as it were, and she like really worked to expose VAR and like she secretly recorded Homelander mm-hmm. and things like that. And meanwhile, Huey was just off getting high. Yeah. You know? Oh, that scene and I'm was just... just devastating with them in the van after they found oh, Soldier Boy. I yeah. still, that, that picture of him just hanging out of the window of the van just and just hands. like, just gone. And I'm just like, oh, that was, that was really, that was, yeah, they, they just, they, they did a lot with, with a lot of their characters. It was just, it sticks in your head. Um, yeah. 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 I wouldn't say like, I would not have said any of the episodes were bad episodes. I understand mm. you being disappointed by the mm-hmm. finale, but I, oh, it was a good I episode. Was... I was just disappointed by it. <laughs> it just, was a really good episode. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I think just in general, really, I, I think it was just, there were just too many, again, I, I, maybe it's just where I'm at. It just, none of it was, it was just feeling like, too many threads to try and pull together they should have sorted some shit out before that yeah i mean i i did like the i did like the way they did all of the different um like the different fights you know like and how they kind of all kind of culminated together i really wish mm had i mean i understand why i kind of wish he'd had when everybody had like been down for the count and mm was the only one there with soldier boy i was like is this going to be something is he going to be able to do something but then i'm like no you know he's going to be the better guy and not have to like continuously think that he's got to get revenge or vengeance and he's gonna you know it's it, it was all that but i wanted to see that a little bit more i mean i know he again like i so much was happening i i definitely should have probably rewatched it but was he the one that put the mask over soldier boy's face like yeah. for the, okay okay so he did he he'd helped with like that part of it that you know kind of like finally yeah. knocked him out and i know there were a lot of pieces to that but yeah here's, um here's an interesting thought that i've just i just thought of while i was replaying the the final episode i thought <laughs> i think it's it was a good 
a good writing choice to have Butcher really trying to hammer in to Soldier Boy. Oh, he's not your son. You mm-hmm. didn't raise him. Mm-hmm. You don't know him. To have Soldier Boy turn it back round right. when he yeah. hit Ryan and be like, oh, absolutely. he fucked your wife. Why do you care? Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was, you know, I did think that was really good. Yeah. Really good. But again, yeah. that came that came with that sudden like coin flip of oh no mm-hmm. actually he's an unfeeling asshole yeah. which was counter to everything they tried to build up because like even when he was like going after payback you could see why like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. vengeance is not inherently i mean it's not a great character trait to have but it's not inherently bad like right. you know yeah if 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 your team you're supposed to trust the team because mm-hmm. you like he's he's like most narcissists. He doesn't know that he's a dickhead. He thinks yeah. he's great. Yeah. So you know your your beloved team turns on you and, and sells you out to the enemy mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you get tortured for like forty years, and you come out and you find out that that's what had happened. Mm-hmm. And, like I don't think anybody would judge anybody for being like, oh no, we're gonna kill them fuckers. No, 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 no. Yeah. This t- no, we're not standing for that. So yeah. even that, even the hunting down of payback was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe we could have gone to therapy and talked about it, but Jensen well, Ackles doesn't play characters character. that go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> they all have daddy issues. None of them know what therapy is. So that, you know, that's fine. But they'd still, like I said, they're still trying to like maybe paint him as this kind of like sympathetic character, especially with the like blackouts and the boom. Mm-hmm thing yeah like because it was never it was never deliberate was it it was always triggered by something right yeah apart apart from that one last time yeah which Maeve like interrupted Mm -hmm. so like they they try to paint this like arc as this like you know damaged soldier and blah 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 and then they're just at the end they were just fucking flipped a coin and they were like nope he's a dick now yeah it was just but I did I did really really like that that Butcher had spent so much time going he's not your son you know, you just, you didn't raise him. He's not yours. Blood doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, really trying to hammer it in to keep Soldier Boy on the side. And then he got and it. Then, and this is And what then Soldier Boy's just like, yeah. Fucked your wife. Yeah. And it's, what, why, why do you care about this kid? Yeah. That's you know, why I and think, I, yeah. 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 At, at the end I, of the day, I really do think that, um, really, Soldier Boy was inherently just a plot device. Like, I, I, I think I have to get past the, trying to expect more out of the character, right? Like, cause I mean, everything hinged on one thing after yeah, another. Like, so maybe that's, that's okay. You know, and kind of like, kind of like Stormfront. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Stormfront. Yeah. Just like a piece for everything to move around, to maneuver everyone into new positions. But see, make. even though like, and I, I know you couldn't stand her from the beginning. I yeah. liked her in the beginning. Like I yeah. did. I liked her. And then it was like, oh no, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know they had me like the character um and then it was like just just smashed it all down like you know into like little bits like because she was like that oh here she goes she's gonna like stir things up and it's like oh no here she goes she's gonna stir yeah. things up for a completely <laughs> different reason you know and it was like oh no now so I guess I was kind of hoping and again I think it's just I, I think it's just Probably, I think Dee had mentioned the writing, probably that. But again, like I think Jensen did a good job of, um, you know, moving it forward and giving you just what was necessary for that character. And again, it was a very short amount of time. So I can't expect, 
a cathartic moment, you know, because then it would just be like, oh, of course he's going to have this. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking, but when Ted and I were talking about it, I'm like, does this mean, you know, is he going to go on Homelander's side now? And is it going to be a battle between, you know, Soldier Boy and Homelander and everybody else? And I kind of was like into that. I wanted to see what that was going to do. I'm like, does that mean he's going to help, you know, Homelander with seven? Like, is is he going to be, is he going to be on the team now? Like, is he going to be part of it with him? And I'm like, that could be super interesting, you know, and give them time to see what that dynamic was going to be like. that would have been that probably would have been a better plot twist mm-hmm. to be honest if yeah. he'd have been like i didn't want him to be like i really didn't want him to fall all over himself and be like oh my god my son and my yeah, grandson no. No, no. I, yeah. I didn't want that but i think you know soldier boy stepping up and becoming you know even replacing homelander as the head of the mm-hmm. seven if you will mm-hmm. and being like oh the 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 og superhero i think that would have been interesting yeah but i think I think me and you, we're incredibly biased because we're used to seeing Jensen take the leading role. Yeah. So I think we expect we we expected more because we couldn't conceive of him being a secondary character. We're like, what are you talking about? He's the lead. Shut up. Yeah. And I yeah. so I think I think we expected more. I think we expected his role to be more pivotal. You know we expected him to be the leading man because we've had 15 years of him being the leading man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely was trying to prepare myself for the fact that, you know, he wasn't going to be, you know, I'm like, I was really trying to like, I'm like, he's not going to be in every scene. (laughs) It's a big fucking jump to go from supernatural where he's like everywhere. Like it's it's the Dean show. I mean, it's not as Dean, there's only two lead characters. So this was like a, a, you know, a much, a much bigger cast with a lot more, you know, main roles. Really ensemble an ensemble cast. Yeah. 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 I would be really interested to speak to someone who has no knowledge of supernatural. I appreciate that's, when you know we're mm. in the fandom anybody listening to this is definitely a fan of supernatural <laughs> before they're a fan of the boys but it would be it, it would be interesting to get the opinion of someone who never watched supernatural doesn't know jensen from adam has no preconceptions about him to see what they thought of soldier boy in their show's context you know i did what i i read a i i was reading a couple tweets there was one tweet yesterday that was really really funny and i think it's just for people who like didn't know anything about, you know, Jensen prior to soldier boy. And I think it, it was like along the lines of um, after watching Jensen Ackles in the boys, I can now understand why my sister-in-law traveled two States to go see Jensen Ackles in a supernatural convention or something like that. So it's like, I think that, you know, you get the, I, I think if someone's talented, right, like no matter what, there's going to be that they're going to get a, oh, they did a, they, they did a good job. They, they did, they, they did what they were supposed to do. And I think at the end of oh, the yeah. day, um, I think he can always be relied on to do a good job with whatever role he's given, you know, it may not yeah. be great or, you know, I mean, I think that some of the stuff that he did was definitely not scene stealing, but like he just knows how to work with his fellow actors. And I think that you, you know, giving something so somebody else can get something back. So I, 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 I think he did a good job and I, I, I think he definitely does have a, um, I don't know. We keep talking about this Carly too. Like, I don't know if he's ever going to, he's never going to get like, 
huge, right? Like, I just don't think that's a thing. It was great to see the boys and see all of the buildup and how much, but I think he's just going to be one of those solid working actors, you know, for a really long time, whatever he does. And that's great. I think that's great for him, but yeah, I just, you're right. It's like, you know, I, I know I was, I was giving myself the pep talks, like it's going to be a small role. Like after Ted and I went through three episodes in the beginning, I'm like, oh my God, they are going to drag. Oh, that the beginning was ridiculous. (laughs) People, because you not blue ball as that hard. Good lord! I but was. I think I was Kripke still... loved it. You know, I think Kripke oh, was yeah, wallowing in it, and he was like, "And I, you can see that they have a really good working relationship because of the kind of stuff that you know. I mean, he did stuff with Soldier Boy that I don't think, like you know, all the little like, um, like the Solid Gold and that um that weird song and like all the things he was oh, having so Jensen do was cringe. cringy, but it was like stuff that w- like worked in that in in that world right like in like gave yeah. you a representation an idea of what the character was about with these little nuggets and Kripke was just reveling in it and I think Jensen was like sure let's go let's do this this sounds like you know total fun. yeah Jensen's and, Jensen's yeah. up for fun Jensen's yeah. up for a laugh which is yeah. you know that's great I gotta I gotta say as well you know how sometimes people like they look like their name which is like, I don't know if you know what I mean, but you know, when someone tells you their name and you go, yeah, no, you're definitely a blank. Or someone yeah. tells you their name and you're like, you don't look like a yeah. so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I get that. Um, yeah. Both both my boys were named before they were born. But with my youngest boy, me and my husband had gone back and forth on a couple of names. And when he was born and I looked at him, I was like, oh, no, you're definitely an X. There's no way we could have named you Y. You know, like mm-hmm. that's that's your face. So Jensen, Jensen is Jensen, and his <laughs> he looks like a Jensen, and it, it's fine. But if if he'd have been called Ben Ackles, I would have, I I could see that totally. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, all right. Ben like Jim. the first time we heard his name, the first time we heard him called Ben, and I was like, yeah, all right, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, I could, could I could absolutely. Would yeah. somebody call him Benny? <laughs> <laughs> oh god no. no 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 it would have to it would have to be ben it would just have be to be ben, ben. just be just, ben. just ben but no you know you, it was just it was just one of those weird yeah one of those weird things where i was like because like i look at him and i was like his face isn't a dean which is weird mm-hmm. because i couldn't imagine dean being called anything else yeah yeah but when i look at jensen i'm like no your parents could have called you ben that w- <laughs> it would have worked your parents had a weird obsession with the letter j but then so did the Padaleckis, so mm, yeah. you know, fine, yeah. whatever, I guess. But no, it was just just one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. This is this this is also a thing with Jim Beaver because I consistently forget that his name actually is Jim. Because mm-hmm. in my head it's Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just I'm like, it's fucking Bobby. At, no, Jim, Jim, it's Jim. It's it's yeah. Bobby, but it, his real name is Jim for reasons best known only to himself. But it's Bobby. Yeah. It doesn't help that they keep naming him Bob Singer and everything that he does. That's oh my not god! Helping. It was the final episode, and they were like, "Oh, in Sioux Falls," and I was yeah, like, "Oh I my god! How like, many oh. more references?" Oh god! I and I, of course, you know, I'm telling Ted that, and he's and he's just watching. I'm like, "Oh, look, it's where Bobby's from." Yeah, I was like, Dakota, he's from Sioux Falls. It's all coming together, Dakota Bob. <laughs> And it's the, isn't that just such a weird twist of fate? Because that's from the comics, Dakota Bob and stuff like that. But isn't what that is just it? okay? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I th- see. I thought it was like a supernatural nod, 
Okay. Um, especially because he was much more prevalent in this season than he was in, in previous seasons. Yeah. And I genuinely thought it was Kripke nodding to the Supernatural fans, but okay. it's not, apparently. It's it's in the comics. Dakota Aww. Bob is from the comics. And I was like, isn't that fucking weird how that's worked out? That's Aww, amazing. Like I reckon the Sioux Falls thing yeah. was a nod, though, because he's just from Dakota yeah in the comics allegedly when they were like well this is this is perfect now we can we can throw sioux falls in and <laughs> yeah oh that's neat no i didn't I know think that when they finally wrap this up mm-hmm. i will go and read the comics but i don't want to because it's still because i know that there's a season before coming mm-hmm. i'm one of those really asshole people that if i've read the book of something and then I watch a movie or a TV show. I'm like, mm-hmm, that's wrong. That's wrong. Oh, that yeah. doesn't go like that. Yeah. That character doesn't do that. That's wrong. That didn't happen. That I'm, I'm an asshole about that kind of stuff. So yeah. <laughs> I, want to, yeah. I want to preemptively ruin the boys for myself. Like, yeah. hopefully, if Kripke's only reckoning for five seasons, hopefully someone's not going to come along after he's like, well, I'm done now. I told the stories I want to tell. And fucking run it into the ground for 10 more seasons. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> and we love supernatural people. I'm not I'm not hating on supernatural, but you have to admit, by the last season, it was struggling to keep his head above water. Yeah. It wasn't great. You yeah. know? The acting was still solid. The writing was in the ground. Yeah. It was dreadful. So this is the part of um, most podcasts where they go. And our podcast today is sponsored by bloody, bloody, blah. We're not sponsored. We do this purely for the love of the game. But what we do want to do is there's some causes that we want to highlight, um, you know, places that we want to signpost people to on issues that mean a lot to us. So one of the first things that we want to highlight is the ongoing um, I mean, you could call it a conflict. I think it's more accurate to say the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. It's ongoing. It's fallen out of media spotlight now, but you know there are thousands of people still stuck in places in the Ukraine. Lots and lots of people still affected. So there's three different charities we want to bring attention to for this one. The first one is World Central Kitchen, which is exactly as it sounds charity that helps feed people all around the world they're focusing a lot of their attention on the ukraine right now because as you know with war with conflict comes supply disruption um you know people are struggling for food people are struggling for water all things like that so that's what world central kitchen is doing they're there they're on the ground they're helping to feed people who are trapped in the ukraine at the moment the second cause we want to highlight for this one is kids save which is Again, um, a charity that is, you know, international, but they're also focusing a lot of attention on the Ukraine. They're trying to evacuate civilians. You know, they're trying to help children and families, rescue them, get them out of conflict zones, get them out of danger, get them to other European countries that are safer to be in. So that's the second charity we want to highlight. And the third one that we want to highlight for you know, exclusively for the Ukraine is um, Global Giving's Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund, which is a sort of more like a fundraiser rather than a charity like the other two, sort of like a Just Giving or a GoFundMe, but on a global scale. And again, that money's being divided up into where it's needed the most in the Ukraine, you know, 
whatever areas are needing the most they're just trying to pull money pull resources to help the families the people that are trapped isolated and you know massively massively affected by this invasion again as we've seen in recent weeks it's fallen out of the media you know it's not making the top headlines anymore but that doesn't mean it's not still really important it doesn't mean that there aren't still people dying daily hugely hugely affected by this invasion that you know would really benefit if you can help these charities you know your money's going to a good cause so links for those will be in the descriptions um and then um on my end just because the focus being more in the u.s um and how crazy things are here in general over the past i know it seems like forever but things are really taking a a turn for the worst and it's just very apparent so in my mind my viewpoint for those in the u.s um educate yourself find ways to take action two of the main um charities organizations focus on ending gun violence and uh, advocating for gun regulations in your state whichever state you live in learn more about um what's happening and how you can help end this tragedy that just becomes so numbing to um, the country that I live in. So for one, it's Moms Demand Action, and another is Sandy Hook Promise. And then in terms of educating, just learning how to support basic human rights. Um, I just picked American Civil Liberties Union because it really covers the gamut, women's rights, um, LGBTQ, anything you need to learn about, make yourself knowledgeable, understand what's happening, take action and the way you can take action um, through voting. So go to vote.gov, learn the system, learn what you need to do if you're not already registered to vote and make sure your voice is heard that way. Yep. So that would be those ones. And then the final sort of cause that we were wanting to highlight right now and believe you me guys we've gone over and over this we we genuinely neither of us know where to put our voices where they're going to be the loudest the most effective but this one for me personally being a member of the lgbtq community identifying as a queer person it's scary right now it is it feels like you know we're really on the brink of something that's going to be horrifically damaging to our community. And I don't want to focus on the bigger movements, the bigger charities that are, you know, maybe, maybe dealing with things from a legal standpoint and fighting for our rights that way. I want to bring it down to the individual people that are being affected. So I have two charities to promote for this one. I have one based in the UK, which is Switchboard LGBT, and one based in the US, which is the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project, my apologies. They're both very similar in nature that they are um, sort of crisis helplines for LGBTQ plus people who feel that they need to speak with somebody who need that, you know, sort of immediate help and assistance. So... They're both, both that kind of thing. You can talk to people over the phone. You can web chat with people. You know, they're safe spaces for anything that you might need help with if you are 
LGBTQ plus and you find yourself struggling. I did look extensively. There doesn't seem to be one single charity, one single organization that's doing something internationally. I can only assume this is because the challenges faced by the community vary massively from country to country. But the Trevor Project does have some resources for international LGBTQ plus youth. So I'll be including a link directly to that as well. Again, there's not any one place you can go from anywhere in the world, but it's certainly a start if you are outside of the UK and the US and you need help. You know, it really does feel like everybody's against us at the moment and the only thing we can do is band together and protect each other. If you need help, please reach out to one of these charities. They will be there. They will support you. Um, do you want to wrap this one up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we now we went off on a rant. Now we went off on a rant. So yeah, we'll we'll wind we'll, this, we'll this one up now. Um, yeah. You want to do? I am going to try and I'm not even going to look at my notes. So here we go. So thanks for listening to us rant about the boys. And um, we'd love to know your thoughts as to um, what you thought of it. Are we totally off? Did you get something different out of the um, season? Again, like I love the season overall. I think it's a great show. I'm looking forward to season four and what's happening and, and what's going to occur with these characters. They definitely have left a lot of um, you know, threads and, and, and storylines to work on. So I'm interested in what happens. Like I said, it's just, maybe it's just me in my head and it's just, I'm in a place where just disappointment is like the flashing billboard that just keeps happening, but <laughs> reasonable. Yeah, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at idling in the Impala at gmail.com on Twitter. We're idling in the letter D Impala. If you want to reach out to me, um, we are going to get back to some AO3 fan fiction stuff very soon. Um, my AO3 account is Drasna, D-R-A-S-N-A. On Twitter, I am S Kyle Writes. That's S-K-Y-L-E-W-R-I-T-E-S. And if you want to read some of my original fiction, you can find it at sandrakyle.com. Wow. She did that all without any kind of, um, I tell you, she's brought no notes today. No <laughs> notes. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So yeah. Reach out to us. What did what did you think about the finale? What did you think about Jensen's um, portrayal of Soldier Boy, his arc, anything like that? Do you think he's a good guy gone wrong? Is he just a total douchebag? You know, let us know. Reach out. Let us know what you thought. I got to say, I'm also really excited for season four of The Boys. Jensen being cast was what brought me to the show. But I'm it's not, a great show. Yeah, yeah it's a great show. And I'm not going to leave now. He's. Mm-hmm his character's done with, you know, I'm, I'm excited for season four as well. So absolutely reach out to us, tell us your thoughts. And if you want to contact me directly, I am Carly Karma um, on Twitter and AO3. Like Sandra says, we're going to, we're going to come back to AO3. We're going to come back to some, you know, sort of like fixed stuff. I feel like we've been pretty, pretty, pretty Jensen heavy for the last few weeks to be fair. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the boys kind of took over, so can't help the, it. The boys kind of took over. <laughs> I, t- I tell you, I'm secretly going to go into all of the um, social media places that we post this and just edit it and just call it the Jensen Ackles podcast um, <laughs> and see how long it takes her to figure out that I've done that. <laughs> because I mean, it started as supernatural, but 
you know, that's done now. We got we got to branch out. Don't we're we? getting back there. We're getting back. yeah. We're, we're, we're going to move back to Air Three. So yeah, if you want to contact me, it's Kali Karma. However, you think that's spelled, I guarantee you it's not. So it's Kilo Alpha Romeo Lima Echo Echo, and then Karma as you would spell it normally. Uh, same profile picture in both places. In case you think, hey, I wonder if there's two people out there with a weird spelling name. Same profile picture, probably me. So you know. Jump over to AO3. You can find our fix on there. And you can also find the links for any podcast fix that Sandra's done as well. So, yeah, come check us out. Reach out to us on Twitter. Send us an email. All that good stuff. And thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.